Hello, and welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Rock League podcast. Um, to by far the most bizarre, at least at least looking at it now, we'll see we'll see how it ends, you know. But bizarre show I think we'll, we'll have in a while. Um, first of all, um, I'd like to uh, give a shout out to whatever illness uh, Wabbits is having. Uh, he's unable to make it tonight. Um, is going to see a doctor, so all our best wishes. Um, prayers and the like and whatever else you want to send towards them i don't know just maybe your voodoo just magic uh, whatever it is um you can send towards him hopefully he will recover i don't know maybe that's negative i don't know i don't know if enough about voodoo to, to go i don't know how this started but anyway uh this week it's just myself flash and our co-host the one and only great and powerful combo combo hello 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 uh combo's here um to uh you know, I, I like to begin by saying that, um, Combo, you were on Tom's podcast last week, right? I was. Um, and you briefly mentioned it on our podcast, but I'd like to say that that is such a good episode that you had. Um, Thank you. And I think I think we'll get more into it when we get to our our week in Rocket League, um, because there's a couple things I took from it and tried out this week, so that'll be a big talking point there. Um, but I, what I do want to say is he also did mention that his downloads doubled um so that no means way. yeah yeah so we wow. we've uh i like to thank everyone in our community because i i think we're at finally at a point where like our whole community kind of went over listened to this podcast and like just super helped him out so mm-hmm. um i think that's really cool so i just want to give all our listeners a good a big shout out um good that you guys yeah they they killed it you know um and we, we've always seen it we have like lots of people interacting and stuff but like to kind of see someone go, oh, thank you so much. Like, you helped me out a lot. Um, dude, that just, you know, that's just amazing. Big heartstring moment. Yeah, All right, guys, big... now come, come read my stream now, too. Just like that. Double my viewership. <laughs> Double viewership. <laughs> um, yeah, 100%. Uh, so, a quick couple announcements. Um, like we said, um, our Patreon will have an extra show per month. Uh, the Robin Kyle show will continue uh, on there. Um, so if it's just to give back, I guess, to our patrons that have, have been so supportive. Um, and I think last time, last iteration of the show, we we're trying to do it weekly, but I think if you do it once a month, there'll be something Wabbits and I can handle. Um, as long as everything, you know, obviously goes with the doctors. Uh, <laughs> you're making um, it sound like he's terminally ill. I do not know. I <laughs> listen, listen, I'm just, I'm just trying to get the drama up. I think Wabbits is good. I think, well, let's hope he's good. My point is I <laughs> stop combo. You're throwing me off. <laughs> All right. I'm about to go in a rabbit hole and not come out of it. Um, a rabbit hole. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so speaking, yeah, so uh, December 1st, I think, is when we'll release the episode. So wait till December. Um, and then you can definitely, if you want to be a patron and want to get those extra shows, you can add to it. Combo, like I said, December 1st, um, I will take away your tier. But free or not, the four people that have paid for the tier will get your services for that month. <laughs> um You're like my pimp yeah uh, um <laughs> as we restructure going into january and tentatively this is still not official but i'm just letting people know um in i guess it is a week and a half time from now december 8th uh on the su- sunday we are tentatively gonna do a live stream one year anniversary celebration so that's mar- mark your calendars um, we'll give the time, the exact time next episode, but December eighth, 
um, probably sometime Eastern afternoon. So I'll say aim around 6 p.m. Eastern, and if it changes, we'll let you know next episode. Um, but that that will be a fun live Twitch celebration. Hopefully, we can get a bunch of people out for that. Yeah, come ask questions and hang out. That'll be exciting. Yeah, it would. You know, live questions, live question Q and A. Really, is is the plan of that show. So uh, mm-hmm. uh, we hope you're there. So it's not just and uh, it's the weekend before else. Yes, so it's just all the hype. Oh my god, yeah, too much hype, too much hype. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that'll be great. Um, so that's kind of our announcements for the next little bit. Oh, actually, one more thing. If um, if anyone is curious, uh, I do plan to do a one year later um, artifact show with the old guests, um, just as a kind of throwback um to the dead game that is artifact uh so if i will yeah i'll release the episode and post it in our discord in case anybody wants to wants to amuse themselves with uh card games um with that let's get into the community corner community corner this week first of all i'd like to uh shout out arak um who has a very clean professional stream mostly thanks to oh no not mostly with the help of dave is the right way to say it uh let me not you know give anyone more credit or less um uh but Arak professionally looking i really liked what I, he was doing he was just doing some training packs and i'm looking at this guy and i'm like this guy's only like a rank or two higher than me and like he's doing some pretty pretty nutty training packs and you know he actually is a very nutty player he's been a lot of fun to coach because he's uh, also like as we've said and my patreon tier and like he's he's a lot of fun to work with because he can pull out skills that like i can also do at my rank wow. yet him being right but then it's just working on the little things and the consistency to like get him there so he's been a lot of fun to coach perfect perfect um so yeah that's that's our first community shout out uh twitch link will be in the description below other twitch link other community corner we usually do two um, I think I'll start bringing it down to one if I don't have anything too particular. Um, but Combo, you have announced a 24-hour stream. I have. I'm excited. So November 29th, so that's in three days. In uh, three or, days. So if you're listening yeah, to this on Friday, um, yeah, go check Get out his stream, stream, dude. Um, yeah, so all month I've been raising money for Movember, which is the No Shave November uh, for men's prostate cancer, testicular cancer, and mental health awareness uh, to try and support them. So every penny that I've made from Twitch this month, plus my own donations and some just donations from friends and family, are going to Movember. Uh, if I raise $544 this month, then I uh, will have raised $10,000 in eight years uh, across various organizations and personally. So, wow. uh, I am, yeah, so I'm very excited to uh, hopefully talk that off as of last night actually hunty just came through with a hundred dollar donation last night your boy hunty oh my one of goodness. our patrons right um and so, so gracious it out. so so gracious so i'm at i think 78 percent of the way there right now uh and it's all gonna end with my uh, stream starting at 6 p.m mst 8 p.m est uh in on no, friday november 29th rolling until same times on saturday november 30th so so i will yeah and i will definitely be in the channel in and out throughout that time because that'll be super exciting um everyone's telling me they're going to come in the last hour or two just to watch me in pain and (laughs) that's fair that That is fair (laughs) that's probably Um, when the best slash worst content is going to be coming out oh 100 (laughs) percent. i want you to be playing vr the last right (laughs) arms are just sagging i can't even lift my hands anymore (laughs) yeah so i actually just got the approval today that that, uh, my boss is gonna let me take friday off so uh my plan right now is to yeah he's like super did you like the the stream that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, he loves it. He, he watches clips and stuff. He thinks it's hilarious. So he's younger. He's like 28, 29. Um, and so he, he's yeah, younger he as if you are 35. That's the way no, you said it. No, not younger than me. I, just I, know, like I, know, I know, I know, I know, I yeah. know. The way, the way you said it was like, he's younger than me. 
<laughs> yeah, he's a little boy. Uh, but yeah, no, he. I, I'm very, very thankful for him. So I think right now my strategy is on Thursday when I'm going to work, uh, I'm going to work extra hours, extra which hours, uh, yeah. you know, already is a thing. But then I'm going to come home and I'm going to stay up until absolutely as late, like until I'm like dying. So <laughs> shoot for like 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. maybe later. And then sleep um, up to And then you've got to sleep until the stream is the plan right now. Well, that's a that's a risky plan. We'll see how it goes. But uh, yeah, that's your <laughs> second out. So that that uh, once again. Um, our community corner this week, Arak, Twitch.tv Arak, and Twitch.tv Combo. Is it underscore BU, BU still? BU underscore Combo. Oh, BU yeah, underscore I, Combo. I, I requested from Twitch, and they. Shouldn't I it said change I like, hey. every six months, though. I think you have a free change. You do, you do. So, like, I, okay. I, I currently have a change. So, I requested the Twitch. I said, um, I was like, hey, I was like, I looked up. There's a guy with the name Combo, um, who has never streamed, like doesn't mm-hmm. have anything on his oh, channel. Okay. I was like, I reached out in private messages. Um, and he didn't answer, and so then I was like, "Hey, like at Twitch, can you, uh, like, is there any shuffling? Like, are you able to like cycle him out over a certain period?" And all, all they did on the support chat was send me back the FAQ for how to change my name on Twitch. Wow, <laughs> they don't care. They probably get that a lot. I think. Uh, right, that's what I was thinking. I was like, we probably get that question all the time. So I think, unfortunately, we have to switch to like combo gaming or like something like that, yeah, which yeah. I'm gonna hate. But combo TV. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Combo so, GG. XX combo XX. Yeah, yeah, three sixty XX underscore combo <laughs> capital X lowercase X for twenty sixty nine. Um, yeah, yeah. So this is yeah, I'm I'm excited. Hopefully, you get the name you want. If not, think of something that works. I guess C nine combo. Yeah, let's <laughs> probably bad time to do that, right? Like yeah, really. Um. Yeah, so I think with that, we're gonna move on from the community corner. To the most anticipated, the most hyped segment in a in a while. Um, it was hyped on Twitter. I don't know if you know this combo. I did. I did um, see this. It's also because uh, the song "You're Welcome" was stuck in my head, so that's where you get that gif. <laughs> um, it is gif because it is graphical. It is not geographic. You know what I mean? It's a gif. It's not sure. a gif. Boom. Done. Answered for you. Um, <laughs> that's the, that is exactly my description to people. <laughs> that is the comment. All right, that's going to get the most controversy. Not what I'm about to talk about in the Roma's Corner, but that comment. <laughs> um, all right, let, let's get into it. Um, I, I first, I feel like I need to do a recap of like what the last couple months have been, right? I don't know, even falling around, but so mm-hmm. uh, DreamHack, was that in October or late September? Oi, oi, oi. Yeah, maybe late September. So late September, uh, there was, so I had that whole thing. Um, and it was just like drama because then end out the people that I met there uh, were adulterers. We, <laughs> we discussed this. Um, so that 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 was our previous episodes. All right. Uh, then I had the the date that really didn't go anywhere. Um, so that was you know I guess episode two of this trilogy. Um, and now we go into episode three of this new date I went on, which I had hyped up last week or two weeks ago, with Tom I guess. The uh the girl who I physically put the subscription to the <laughs> podcast in, if you remember this combo. Oh yeah. Um so here we go. Okay. Um so I, I get to the coffee shop, all right. All right. I'm setting the scene in the coffee shop, nice, you know very warm, welcoming, your typical coffee shop, whatever, right? Now I am sitting there. Um we're scheduled to meet at eleven. And uh Five minutes pass by, Ooh. and then ten minutes, Ooh. 
and then 15 minutes. Oh. And that's when I decided to text. I was like, hey, are you coming? <laughs> um, and for reference, this did happen to me a year ago where someone at 11, I think it was like 20 after whatever this allotted time, I messaged like, yo, like, are you coming? And they're like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sick. I'm not coming. I'm like, well, you could have told me that before I gave yeah. you this coffee shop. So uh, I'm like, well, and it's really interesting because when you walk in, like the first thing you're like waiting, you have all this adrenaline, all right? But as the time passes by, the adrenaline just gets dumped. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so like uh, she eventually called whatever. 11.30 is when we actually started. Um, and so like I just had a huge adrenaline dump. And at that point, I felt so tired. I don't know about you. Because it was like 30. It was like anticipation for the first five to ten minutes. And then by that point, I'm like, well, is she coming or not? I don't know. I'm, <laughs> you know. A little bit of anxiety in there, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, oh. and then it just dropped, dude. Like, my energy level at that point dropped. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I'm just, like, sitting there. She does come, whatever. We get the coffee. Um, conversation's good. Um, I think at that point, because, though, I felt like I'm adrenaline. This is the reason you have adrenaline, I feel, is because it, like, keeps you on your toe and keeps you energetic. But, like, that energy drop, I felt it so much because I was like, what am I talking about? Like, you just start saying dumb stuff. Um <laughs> But um, I suppose in reference to Wabbits, um, I knew I, I knew it was going well uh, when we were talking about K-dramas and anime at some point. I was like, this is... <laughs> Obviously, I'm not going to get to any, like, you know, heavier, more detailed life stuff. But that was, uh, that was a good thing. That was uh, up on my register as much as uh, Combo is laughing. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, another thing, uh, we, we then Ubered over um, to a... I guess it was like a gathering. It was like a lunch kind of thing with a bunch of people, friends that we had. Um, and uh, this is by far the most perplexing thing that's ever happened to me. All right. And I, I, I don't know what's going to happen with this one, but literally we're in the Uber and she like doesn't put her seatbelt on. Mm. And of all the things I ever thought I would, I would like disagree with someone about, not putting the seatbelt on was never within my like vision. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Interesting. Okay. I was like, this just—it just seems so weird to me. At least I'm like. Anyway, so obviously it's the first thing. I'm not gonna like fight someone on it, right? But, I, tell me if I'm crazy here. But it, it just sounds like silly to me. Like, <laughs> I guess I don't know. Maybe it's not a big deal, but it just seems... Okay, I, I do not place a lot of weight on that, but okay. I appreciate you, man. It, I, I, the fact... No, okay, but here, listen. The fact that, like... I don't... It just... To me, it seemed, like, so second nature to wear it, and to her, it didn't. It just blew my mind. Like, you know what I mean? Because I... It, it, it was just so out of left field. Like, I, I don't know if you get it, Combo. Like, it's not something I ever thought I would be concerned with, like, or have an opinion about. You know what I mean? Mm. And then here we are, and I'm like, huh... I guess I really do feel strongly about this. And it was just bizarre. Because um, I just, safety makes sense to me. I don't know. Especially when you're in an Uber, like some other person's driving. I don't know. Um, regardless, it was not, it'd be fun. Okay. It, it I don't know. It, regardless, it was, it was not that big of a deal, but I just, it perplexed me that I had, that that was something we disagreed about. <laughs> Fair. That's all I'm saying. So did um, you ever say anything? Oh no, we gave each other weird looks, and then we kept going. It was fine. Ah. It was fine. Right. Um, so I get to this like luncheon brunch thing, okay? And uh, I walk in, 
And I kid you not, guess who's there? The girl I took out on the last date, like three weeks ago. Wait, did you bring? Her, <laughs> wait, was this? In, were you at the same spot? Yeah, no. Like, so this brunch was just a bunch of like friends of friends and stuff. Oh, okay. We're just having this like. Oh, big thing. wait, were you at the same table though too? Uh, so 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 we first went to coffee and then we Ubered over to this brunch thing after. If that makes sense. Got it. So, okay. um, yeah, I walk in and she's there, and that just made me laugh. I'm like, this is hilarious. <laughs> um. But we actually cracked some jokes and threw some shade. And at that point, I'm like, wow, this is pretty good. Because we were both on the same page that, like, we weren't going to want to go on more dates. So uh, with that previous girl, right? All right. Um, yeah. And so that was that. was that. And then I asked her, like, yo, like, um, do you want to go on a second date? Like, to this, not, not the previous, the new girl, all right? <laughs> and uh, New girl sitting next to him? No, no, no. It wasn't like that. There was more people. It was it was fun. Regardless. Um yeah, and then we, then we, uh, she said, oh, no, okay, and then she went, um, yeah, give me, like, just some time to think about it, I have a busy night, whatever, whatever, um, and then this is the, uh, the tragic third act, uh, I thought it went really well, I enjoyed it a lot, but, um, the next day, we, we had a phone call, and she essentially said, no, I'm not really interested in a second date, um, Oof. so, um, which is funny, because, you know, I mentioned Ara previously, and I gave him a little preview on the Twitch stream um, of what happened. But uh, um, I was telling him, I'm like, you know, it's better if it goes poorly, because then there's row more like to the story. <laughs> Fair, it just yeah, keep yeah. going. Tragedy keeps going. But um, no, seriously, I think, I think the big thing I want to take away from it is like, this is really cool because it's been a long time that I felt like I. Sorry, it was tough, obviously, having that phone call. But it's the first time in a while that I felt like I cared a lot about the outcome because I really like this girl, if that makes sense. At least from the first couple of interactions, right? Um, and so it's like, I don't know. It's 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 funny because like the previous date or previous things, it's kind of like, oh, okay, like I'm not sure. Let's try a date to see where it goes as opposed to this one where my first interaction with her before the date was more, um, how would you put it? It was like, oh, like I click right away and we have a bunch of shared interests and all that mm -hmm. stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And it was like, I hadn't felt that since like high school, if you know what I mean? <laughs> that like, uh, and it, <laughs> Combo's bored. Wow, dude. Just gone <laughs> straight into the mic. Just I, I feel it. Combo's ready to talk rock. I'm, I'm, we're almost there. We're almost there. But um, No, no, I appreciate the story, Dory. I promise. Uh, I, we literally just came off me talking about how I had a long day at work before we yeah, started. Yeah, that, that is true. You know, <laughs> I'm giving Combo crap, but he's he's listening so far. Um, and so... Um, just playing Rocket League in the background. You hear the sticks yeah. going or something. <laughs> click, 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 click. Oh, I just got a double tap. Um, so, um, yeah, no, pretty much, pretty much, it was just, uh, it was, it was cool to know that like that could still happen. I guess because like, mm -hmm. I don't know if, if after a while, if you're like, oh, I'm like kind of interested in people, but it's not as like, I don't know, it's not like high school where it's like, oh, okay, let me, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um so so yeah, it was kinda cool that that happened, but uh kinda sad how it ended. Um but I guess At least it was to the point. At least it wasn't like a, you know a stand what? you up or something like that. Yeah, you know what? That I was I was I was I thought I was gonna get stood up again, honestly. I <laughs> <laughs> I was close, dude. Um and so I guess I guess the point is, all right, uh failure is the opportunity to begin again. Um and so I will and I will continue on in my romance corner journey. Just as you should um, in your lives and Rocket League. Uh, speaking of Rocket League, let's move on. 
Don't let your memes be dreams. Don't let your memes be dreams. Uh, combo. Actually, I do want to get Combo's uh, last thoughts on that whole thing, and then we'll move on. That's that's it. Just, <laughs> Ask just, for Coach Combo. I want Coach Combo's opinion because <laughs> you know, I, and I said this at the beginning. I thought it was going to be weird because usually it's Wabbits that will say a thing or two, right? Um, mm-hmm. But this is the first time this kind of segment has boiled down to Combo through circumstance. So, Combo, what do you have to say to it? No, that, that was like the the big point that I had before. Is like it's I completely agree. Like it's unfortunate how it ends, um, but I I will always appreciate people who can be at least direct about things and not be like shady back. Like of like you go to this restaurant, and be like, hey, uh, uh, sorry, I'm sick, I can't come, <laughs> kind of thing, right? Like it's the calls, like that kind of call hurts but that kind of call at least saves you from like embarrassing hurt. You know what I mean? Like it's like direct hurt. Not oh, like, by the way, she texted me like and called me and then said, call back. And I do already like, you oh, know what I mean? yeah. like a hundred percent. I'm like, I already know where this is going. Like I'm not, I wasn't even surprised. I was like, <laughs> if you've been, <laughs> if you've been, I guess if you, if you have enough life experience, you know, what's up. <laughs> mm. Yeah. But yeah. That's my big thing. So it's like, I, I'm, uh, it sounded like it was. I love the funny part of you going to the same spot the second girl is at. Oh that yeah, is like no, that that, that just happened. Show, well, because yeah. uh, this girl that was was like, oh, we're going this. We have some mutual friends there. Let's do it. I'm like, sure, whatever. Um, and then you know, uh, the mutual friends happened to be the person that I went on a date with like three weeks mm-hmm. back, which is hilarious. Um, <laughs> my like, my like little addition. I don't have a romance corner. Like I'm, I'm very, I'm in a relationship. I'm good. Good but, work, uh, combo. Uh, uh, thanks, a man. Plus. Um, but I, so I'm in a new city as we talked about like a couple, like a couple months ago when, when I moved. And so my, like, I have like a friendship corner, if you want to say that where uh, this weekend, uh, and I'm also at a point where none of them know I'm on a pod- podcast. Like we were talking about, when do you tell people that you have a podcast? I, uh, yeah. not, none of them know at all. Uh, <laughs> but I, so a girl from work, who uh, I like have to work rather closely with. She's basically uh, like the admin to me being uh-oh. the like person. Per- no, no, no. There's no. I'm just, I'm just building drama um, for no drama. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no. She's cool. And so we, uh, she invited me out on Saturday night to go with a bunch of her friends. We went to a piano bar, a dueling okay. piano bar. How cool is that? Like it is. So cool. it. it like I had no idea what it would be like, but I walked in and I literally felt like I was in like Greece or Footloose. <laughs> people are are like literally everyone is standing up on their chairs and like in their booths and stuff, dancing along to these two people who are literally riffing off each other and like battling on piano. And it's all um, like request based. Like people would go up with a certain amount of money and would like throw it on the piano with a piece of paper saying what song to play, and wow. they would just grab one and and start playing the song. And they'd riff into it, and then it was so cool. Uh, and so we were there for a couple hours. And I had a blast, and then. The next day, um, the girl from work texted me saying that her friends all really like me and want to like start inviting me to more things, which I was like, oh, oh there we go. Dude, they, friends they, are so important, dude. That's It's so underrated. Right? I, I, so. I completely agree, dude. <laughs> friends underrated. I love that. No, I think, um, I think no, because like when, mm-hmm. when you have your group of friends, when you are comfortable and you're like in an area that you've always been, you have childhood friends, you're kind of like, you, you take that for granted a bit. Definitely, um, that I agree. Yeah. But when you... Um, when you move out to a new city, like making new friends is just so important because you don't want to just be and, isolated, right? And it's so hard when you don't have things like school or stuff like that to like that like force. Yeah, people to find to people. people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and especially where like so much of my life is like online and like on the computer, I don't even have a lot of time to actually go out. Um, so like that was really nice. And then on the opposite end of it, not like bad, but like from friends from home. Oh, excuse me. Uh, on Sunday morning. 
I get a FaceTime call from much male hockey teammates. And once every couple of months we go out for, for sushi and yeah. their lunch session is five hours long. Wow. Uh, and so, but it's 20 bucks and all you can eat. And generally you, you people go for like an hour, right? Cause That's their lunch amazing. go. We would go right at the beginning. We'd eat for an hour and just sit there for like 20, 30 minutes, eat for an hour, sit there for 20, 30 minutes and so on all the way for the entire five hours. We do wow. that every couple of months. Um, and they did that and they FaceTimed me into it. Oh, that's uh, so when, nice. When they went. And so they literally put me in a little chair with my phone. I was literally sitting down to after making my like bacon and eggs breakfast uh, and we all <laughs> ate together and chilled. It was just so much fun. That, that is... was then the, the hometown friends. I've known them literally since like kindergarten. So That is amazing. Wow. I, yeah, it was a good oh, time. great. Good friend weekend. Good friend weekend, dude. No, I feel it, dude. Mm. Oh, well, I so said it was going to be... What's this video game we talk about? Yeah, I said it was gonna be a weird show from the top. All right, this is not the uh, <laughs> not if, if you want to bring people in onto the podcast, this is either the uh, worst episode to bring them in on or the best one. You know, depending on what they're interested in. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, speaking of which, um, I'd like to say as well um, to our listeners, uh, if you ever want to support but like don't want to do Patreon or anything, just like literally show this to one or two of your friends. That, that like rock league like that that's the best way to help us out um so true. uh you know given this is a rocket league podcast let's get to it uh our week in rocket league um combo I, do you remember what i said last week about what i was doing uh practicing last week i don't think i do did we talk about what we were doing last week i, uh, we did. I did in the was beginner's that, like, corner because uh, it was the, um, yes I remember. I remember uh who was it uh johnny boy uh video yes, i do remember i thought man you were making me feel like a very like bad friend slash co-host for a second where i'm like did we like really talk about that no, no don't, I do don't worry that. about yes. it yeah um <laughs> well i i've brought this segment back because a lot of people if you remember the survey we did a couple weeks back they they liked the what well, we did in rock league this week kind of stuff so mm-hmm. i'm kind of tying it in with like our week in rock league right before beginner's corner it's like the one two combo cough cough um that we'll have <laughs> uh <laughs> So we've had the wabbit hole, the one-two combo. What's next? Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> Flash in the pan. That's what my no, rock league can't, can't, can't force it. Can't force um, it. <laughs> so, so uh, now you've oh yeah. Uh, so this week, <laughs> this week, um, I did look at the further parts in the video, but a lot of it I already covered. Like it's funny because looking at basics, because um, I was saying like the flicks um, and stuff, like practicing those basics again was really important. Um, but I think what I found through this week is um, a big thing was something that you said on the podcast with Tom. Um, and that was the uh, play like a once in every so while play like a monkey. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it, and if you can just like, Oh, here I'll, I'll reiterate it. Cause I don't need you like doing your whole spiel. They can just listen to that podcast. <laughs> um, but my point, my point was is, or your point was like, uh, there's a pro player that said, hey like you should play like a monkey once every so often just so you know what the limit of your mechanical skill is um and so i tried that and i think it was very beneficial in the sense that it it stops that hesitation you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um and it gets when i tried it for a little bit it felt like i could get into that flow state a lot faster i don't know if you know like that feeling of like yo we're just kind of we're playing and everything's clicking yep um unconscious uh, yeah uh, competency yeah and and so um that was a big thing that i practiced this week another thing and this is something that you you also said on that podcast was um practicing difficult stuff because it helps improve everything um 
so I don't know if you combo if you can double. Did you say something like that? Tom say something like yeah. that? Yeah, Tom like started that and then we got into that. Yeah. Well. So um, I think the point was because if I remember back, like well, I was used to make fun of the fact that like I practiced air dribbling so much, even though it wasn't needed in my rank, like when I was in platinum. Um, but I, you know, and uh, we talk a lot about um, like oh, like rotations, oh, like the little things. Like there's so much you can learn about the game. Um, but I think at a certain point it becomes, because you say like, oh, it's more efficient or I I've said this before is where I'm like, it's more efficient to, you know, to just like learn, there's all like those are basic skills that I feel like I'm at par of my level at. Um, and so like learning this like crazy skill that I won't use to like champ three or grand champ doesn't seem very like helpful to me. Um, but I think at the same point as well is like, you need some kind of bigger goal that you're practicing towards. And there's a lot of other skills like learning to control the ball uh, when, when you uh, like when you're upside down, when you're twisting weird, all that stuff can be helped if you're practicing these more difficult skills. Um, so I guess this week in rock, like what I've done a lot is um, practice. So I've practiced my air dribbles off the wall, but I also in that there's like this really cool, like six, six shot training pack. Um, but I've noticed that you can also practice ceiling shots, I guess, using that same up the wall air dribble, uh, shot, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, what I do as well is I'd mix it up. I would go do like, oh, sometimes I'll try an air dribble from here. So like, it's the same shot, but sometimes I try air dribble. Sometimes I'll try to do a ceiling shot from it. Um, and that's been a lot of fun because it's something new and like, I've noticed like my ceiling shots are not very good. (laughs) Like I've. I I think what it's at best like 60 70% I can hit. Okay. Um but it's usually not towards where the like the goal is I guess if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, or my intended target. Just focus on making contact first and then move in towards actually aiming that contact. Yeah, and um I noticed that this has um helped me a lot with kind of that upside down thing I was talking about or like backwards uh air control or um, and the second thing is I did notice is I was, I've been doing a lot of these like rebound or backboard shots and stuff. Um, and practicing using my left, um, air turn and right air turn. Um, and I've started to actually consistently like from weird angles, hit the ball right at the net. Um, and that, I think that's a big improvement in my game because for the longest time, like I wouldn't twist that all in the air, if that makes sense. Yep. Um, and I've noticed that just doing left or right air turn, Instead of, because sometimes if you use like um, the left bumper for like the, the, what's it called? I guess just air roll or, well, I don't know if the word's right. Is air roll the word? For well, like the actual button you mean? Yeah. So, so there's. Yeah. So it's left air roll, right air roll, and then manual air roll. Okay. Yeah. So manual air roll, um, I've noticed sometimes it's actually harder to shoot with the manual air roll. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if that's just like if, uh, uncomfortability. Um, everyone is completely different like i know mm-hmm. people who are fully dedicated to only using the buttons so similarly they say the manual air roll is difficult whereas i definitely am like 80 percent manual air roll and like 20 percent of the directional air rolls nice here's what i wonder is when you use a manual air roll do you have to twist tilt the car because it, it like if you think about it left and right air roll you can technically still be going forward but you only tilt left right as opposed to manual where it has to correspond to where your left thumbstick is moving so i think if i angle the car using manual and i angle the car using let's just say left air roll um sometimes it won't be the same angle if that makes sense like i think there's actually a diff- slightly different timing with the two but maybe oh. that's just my imagination 
no, there definitely is because so for instance, like especially someone like myself where I have left air roll bound on my left thumbstick, so I click it in to do it um, for my left air roll. Uh, I I find there's more control because everything that is like held within that left thumbstick, but mechanically there is 10 times out of 10 more control uh, in using the actual air roll buttons left and right. Um, and that's why things like you can only do like a stall or these like very high level mechanics only with the actual air roll left and right buttons. You can't do it with the manual. Control. So like that's where that, cause now you have two layers of movement. Whereas for me, if I'm doing manual, you only have the one, right? You're just bare rolling or, or going forward. And then that can, you can mix the two for angles. Whereas with air roll left and right, you could technically be air rolling left while also holding left for a flat spin, yeah, which will okay. then you at a diagonal, right? So it adds mm. that little one layer extra of control that you could have. So, so at least my theory currently is I feel like manual air roll for me is a lot better for recoveries. Um, and for shots, at least at least the basic shots I'm doing, where, where I'm just trying to get any spin on it to direct and both add power to my left and right. And then obviously it's, it's still basic levels, but I at least that's what I found uh, currently works for me and I guess has nice. made my shooting a lot better. Um, yeah, yeah, I definitely, so I manual barrel. Yeah, if I were to split the two, like thinking, actually thinking about it, because a lot of it is definitely unconscious now at this point, but um, I manual arrow for all shots, most shots. Um, uh, I, and I will manual arrow for any short recovery so if i'm like on the ground to get bumped like i'll be manually air rolling because i'm also holding drift at that mm -hmm. point that's the same button so like that just seems logical whereas if i'm doing a long recovery so if let's say i fly up into the air and i'm flying down and trying to get control i'll use the air roll left or right or okay. if i'm using a high aerial shot i'll be using air roll left and right um so from the ceiling like i don't use basically any manual air roll i'm using my air roll left and right because for me it's the difference of i have to put actual thought into using air roll left or right whereas manual air roll is is completely like mindless and, and unconscious so by putting the actual thought into it when i go upside down let's say we're talking about that how the controls slightly differ using air roll left and right feels more natural to me uh when i'm coming from like the, the sky if that makes sense so that's where my wow, mindset okay. goes but that's definitely there there's no best practice it's just mm -hmm. as you're hearing from flashing like it's it's whatever you want and like whatever you work on um i i highly recommend being comfortable with both yes like, to, to i think the best you have with both the takeaway is that you know yeah um but you're I, i'm sure most people are not 50 50 similarly we're flash and i can kind of break down where we use either or that's exactly what most pros do as well so um just just think about where you can and so literally like two of the folks i'm coaching one person has only ever used manual air roll and refuses to use the buttons but we're working on the buttons the another person i'm coaching is the exact opposite they've only ever used the buttons and now are working on manual air roll so um there there's little things like that that are, are important for to slowly learn and, and add into your abilities it, it i think it gives you breadth of option if that makes sense yep. right like 100%. like i said because of because of the way you tilt with manual it's going to be different than if you just left turned um but getting used to both means you like when your mind becomes uh what's it called sub um subconscious competence or un unconscious competency. unconscious that's what um unconscious competency um that's when your mind will be like, okay, in this angle at this speed, we're going to use this one because it makes more sense, right? But that's only if you've practiced both and got used to kind of the weird angles and the timings for both. That wasn't even the beginner's corner, dude. Um, <laughs> but like your, your the beginner's topic like, that we wanted to talk about, I think also. Yeah, we're going to get into it. Initially talked about well. In yeah. a second, Kama, I want to ask, did you play much Rocket League this week? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, what are you I, I in your games? I played. <laughs> One day, um, but 
a decent amount in that one day. Uh, truthfully, most of my time has been going to both Pogo Stuck for my stream, uh, which <laughs> has been fun. Um, but then I also got Star Wars Jedi Fallen oh, Order, and I've been grinding it. It is so such a good game. Mm. Um, yeah, so when I was playing, the I have, I have two things. So one, when I was playing with the folks I was coaching, um, it's weirdly, this is just a week of it, a lot of the folks I've been coaching asked if they could play with me on my main account to play in GC lobbies to um, really see the speed up, whereas my coaching account is around like C2-ish. So at least if I'm playing with someone anywhere in the diamonds, we're getting like C1 lobbies. Okay. Um, so they... it's crazy that you mentioned this because I have another story about this week in our all <laughs> related cool. to all this, right. but keep going. Yeah, yeah. Um, so something I noticed there that uh, this was specifically with Hunty, we had a really good conversation about it, um, was that Jer, Hunty, and I all played together uh, so that he could play in a threes GC lobby. Um, and he, he looked good, like, like similar to like where someone at Rock, like Hunty has some very good actual mechanical skill he is smart when he plays uh for him it's just about getting up the confidence and uh and the speed and, and kind of matching where he needs to be so for him what was really interesting was often he he looked out of position like for jr and i and like he was often bumping us and things like that but i know that that's not his play style so it took me a couple games for it to set in that i forget that literally unconsciously at the gc level you and like i don't know how much you've seen of this but and if you watch pro gameplay, it's so fast, but you can really see it and break it down. The standard one, two, three rotation doesn't exist. Like you don't do really do that at the highest level. Yes, you are following the, the rules of it, but it's not nearly as structured as you would see in the diamonds to champions where like folks are just good at it and will kind of try to out rotate each other. Whereas GC is a much more not chaotic it's much more structured but it's a much faster play style to the point that if even one person is about a second or two slower out of the rotation instantly you need to swap up that rotation have someone cut have someone do these different things which i really think was interesting for hunty to play in so and that's something i forget all the time because i coach people on standard rotation and then when i have people come up and play they look lost because they're not they're not sure when to cut. They're not sure when to challenge. There and there's these extra things that come into play, which are really interesting. So um, that's something I think I'd, I'd really encourage folks if they are in the like high diamond champ area, play some GC games if you have the the very fortunate ability to do so. If you are surrounded by folks who are in that rank um, and are comfortable like losing some games most likely, but it is uh, yeah, it's it's pretty cool uh, to to kind of see in my own gameplay, which is interesting. Was similarly actually what you're talking about, where you were trying the chase like a monkey and, and for a day and just see if you can find your limit uh i was playing with a couple buddies of mine and one of them has like he has a gc tag like he's got there he always tickles it each season like he's normally like a high 1400 people tickle gc get the title and hover around there and so we were playing um same thing mostly gc lobbies and just this week he looked so lost and i could not figure out what it was and from just talking to him and seeing how he's doing and stuff, there was a lot, it was interesting watching his balance because we'd go from one game where he was often sitting back, be too far out. I, I'm a, like, I coach very much in game as well. Like I'll, I'll yell at the people I'm playing with uh, as friendly as I can um, to like get in the play or like, go like who's on who's on who's on like little things like that while we're playing um and so then the next game he would try so hard to adjust to that speed that then he was bumping me and my teammates and then he was cutting us off and then he, we were double committing and like these extra things so um it was really interesting watching his and then that starts altering my play style because i want to f try to fill in any gaps that come up so it was very interesting watching his play style basically switch on the fly to try to meet what was 
the feedback he had most previously been given. Whereas then the next game, I'm like, hey, slow down, man. Play more patient. Like, you're okay. And then instantly the next game, he's far too slow, sitting back off and little things like that. So it's such a fine balance that I really do. I so wholeheartedly stand by the, like, even if it's once a month, just if it's with buddies or solo queuing, if it's with buddies, let them know. But just play absolutely never stop like boosting never stop playing fast if you have to cut people off cut people off do things like that just to learn what your upper limit is mechanically and then bring it back to what your speed limit should be because by the end of it he was so demoralized that he just wasn't going up to balls anymore um and it was really hard to watch like, it made me really sad because it's this like at the end of the day i i very much am at a point like i said this a long time ago that i view it, this is ultimately a game so like let's have fun with it um but it made me sad that like he he couldn't find that middle ground. So then it just became a like, well, like I'm, I, well, I can't get up to that ball anyways, even though I know I've seen him do it a million times and little things like that, that I, I really do encourage folks to, to try that. The, the monkey strategy every once in a while. And this ties in perfectly with our beginners corner topic, which yes, we're going to introduce now, uh, you know, 40 minutes <laughs> into the podcast. Um, confidence dude. And um, my first story, still kind of on, on this week in RL, is I ended up playing with Cruncho on his main account um, yeah. for about six games, and I think we went even, um, which surprised Cruncho. Uh, did not <laughs> surprise me because I'm a GC stuck in plat. But uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but I think a big thing is that after a game or two, I realized you can't. Like, yes, I'm lower skilled, but I can't let that stop me from trying anything. You know what I mean? Like you're in a GC game, you gotta you gotta step up and try to go for it with things. Even if you look ridiculous, it's it may be better than you just sitting back and trying to play really really safe. Because I think a lot of times when a per- the the I guess the the hype or the pressure the situation puts in a state of like oh I need to play slower they're so much better. But after playing a couple of games, I'm not gonna lie, it's not yeah there's things they're better at. But me playing with confidence was gonna help us more than. And me not thinking like, okay, they're good, but they're not like the greatest to ever, you know, touch the sticks as uh, mm-hmm. our, a friend of mine would say, um, made me realize like, oh no, like I just got to go for it. I can't just like sit around, you know? Um, so, so uh, pretty, pretty much I think a big thing, and th- this happened as well as playing with actually one of our patrons um, and some uh, thing. And he, he like, it wasn't that he was playing bad, but he had like two mistakes and they just got to his head, you know, and like, and then he just couldn't recover. And I like, I, I see this so much in this game, especially unlike, unlike other games, um, like maybe, you know, I, I feel like I haven't mentioned this in a while. So I'll mention this just for those out there with the, uh, alcoholic beverage, uh, you know, games like Starcraft and, uh, games like League of Legends, um, Dodo, all those games, right. They usually have like what they last 35, 40 minutes. Um, and yeah, mistakes will affect you, but the game is so long that your mentality throughout the whole game is really more important than quick switches, if that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. but with Rock League with only five minutes to play, like you can't let one or two mistakes get to you and you have to keep thinking like, oh, I'm still a good player. I can still hit this ball even. And I mean, I, I think Dave's, Dave and Wabbits have seen this to, to the extreme with me, um, where I will miss six or seven shots and then hit one and I'll be like, oh, I'm so good. But that's the mentality you almost need, if that makes sense, because that means I'm still playing at. Obviously, I should be hitting the other shots, but I, I'm not letting the fact I missed a shot bring me down and play worse. Because I think when you when it starts bringing down, your whole gameplay gets worse, as opposed to, um, essentially, you know, having an ego trip, and uh, <laughs> which 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 you need a little bit of. And I think, um, 
that's kind of what I want to bring out in the beginner's corner because if you see high-level athletes um, and they're really, really good ones and you'll say like, oh, they are cocky, you know what I mean? They're like overconfident, all that stuff. But in many ways, it's them themselves hyping themselves up so that when they make errors, they keep playing as if they're the best player and not playing as if they're worse than average, you know? Mm. Um, so I don't know, Combo, what you're taking that, but have you seen players that like in Rocket League, I, I feel like mentality is, is so over-talked but so underrated and it's so hard to explain, but like the ability to just keep saying, I'm the best, let me keep playing at my best and like kind of forcing and willing yourself to keep doing that, I feel is so underrated in this game. Yeah, they're... There is such a fine line when you're trying to work on your own mentality of a, like, we, we often, like, the literally the most running joke in Rocket League is, oh, like, I'm a god, my teammates suck. Like, like that kind of mentality, which, in my opinion, is, like, the worst uh, mentality. Ah, interesting. Because, okay, right? yeah, yeah, keep going. Keep going. I, I like where this is going. Yeah, which is, like, arguably one of the worst mentalities to have because, like, I, I guarantee you, your teammates probably suck. But by sitting here only ever being able to blame them and know that they're the ones making mistakes and things like that you're you're never going to be able to actually work on anything yourself because you're so concentrated on what they're doing wrong it, it, like 90 percent of your games your teammates worse than you maybe like maybe you're just that unlucky and that's the case uh but something i was recently talking about with uh another guys i was coaching was that um let me help you this is what i said to him i was like let me help you work on skills that are going going to make your teammates look better and your teammates play better and that you can still be decent and do what you need to do but some like basically giving you the tools that when you get into a game and right away you notice your teammates are maybe subpar or tilted or, or toxic or something that's going on how can we best equip you to still be the best player on the field and have that mentality that like i'm the best in the world i need to defend that with my action mechanical and, and play style ability uh, while also making sure your teammates can still be uplifted enough to still be relevant, be good. Even if they make mistakes, finding ways to be always ready for them and little things like that, right? Like there's this very fine line that folks I find in Rocket League tend to lean towards more the, my teammates suck. I hate solo queuing. And this is then like, this is not trying to me be like the almighty saying like, I've never once thought that I, I often complain about teammates. I never, literally ever solo queue i'm not solo queued since like season i think three maybe i have not solo queued a single game so i like that's a lie like I, i've played some twos and stuff like that here and there but it's normally quite casual like i really don't care all too much when i'm doing it but uh or it's at a time when i'm like i know i'm on a roll so like let me just go in and see if i can be a god tier and carry uh but yeah and so then it, it's about finding this kind of line because then if you go in every single game being like i need to play super safe because my teammates might not be great or like maybe i'm not that great and i need and I, like i gotta be in close to net so that i'm not letting in any goals this this the gold mentality we're talking about of always going back to net right always being there always being ready is that's also going to be massively detrimental to you because you're never going to work on things you're never going to build your own confidence you're never going to get the little bit of ego that you do need to actually be good like those professional athletes that you were referencing flash and so on so um it is a really fine line that i, I think is pretty important to know and uh, i was curious why you got excited at least why where you where you headed with that no no because i like i i said that obviously and in, in my mind um this like oh i'm the best confidence whatever but i i think you're so right that because i we've talked about that the mentality you just mentioned so many like i'm sure we've talked about it many times where someone goes play my teammates right um and i think i think i've just started going 
you need to have the mentality that you're the greatest person to ever play the game, all right? But that your teammates are better, but they'll make mistakes. That's that's my final line, if that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like, my point is, I guess, is I'm saying I'm the greatest or I'm convincing myself I'm really, really good, right? Um, while making tons of mistakes, and because I'm making those mistakes, I would never blame my teammates for our loss because it's still my mistake, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the willingness to make those mistakes but still keep playing as if you are, you know, at your peak performance or at, at, at what you want to be, um, even when you're um, making mistakes is really, I guess, the goal of what I was trying to get across, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and so if you have that confidence but you accept that you're making mistakes in theory you shouldn't be blaming your teammates um because you're saying i'm making a ton of mistakes while i'm doing this mm-hmm. um either way that's just a mentality that i've kind of been experimenting with this week nice. and it's worked um it's, it's huge man it's mm-hmm. a huge huge part of the game is that confidence factor and and like it, i haven't obviously you know it's it's gonna we're gonna have to wait and see how my skill my skills pretty much stayed the same i've 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 uh, teetered up to champ. It went back to diamond three, and it's, it's kind of been there. Um, so I'm I'm at the next point in the step of the ladder, right? Because um, mm-hmm. I think I had it with diamond one for a while, what I felt kind of stuck, and then I bumped up to now this diamond three champ area, and I'm sure I'm gonna have to like train a whole bunch, and then I'll bump up to like champ two or whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure it's just a continuous process. But the point is, um, if I m- that mentality that I've been experimenting with has let me be in the zone for longer because I stop letting external factors dictate um, the way the effects dictate my next game, shall we say, if that makes sense. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I think too many times how you do in one game affects the next game, which I guess is good if you're on a roll. Right. Um, but it also, it seems like it amplifies negatively as well in this game is that if your previous game was bad, there's a better chance going to the next game. You're also going to be bad. But if you have that confidence, that little bit of ego, that's what's going to kind of keep you through there. Um, but it's as soon as you start, I guess, looking at external factors and your external teammates as the reason for you playing bad is when you start playing bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a big ramble. I don't know if you have any <laughs> last thoughts on this. No, no. I, I think you, you kind of closed that out really well. Um, so yeah, with that, uh, we're going to keep on rolling with this two man show. Um, so, uh, you know, recently just announced Rocket League Pass 5. Uh, new car, but the, the biggest thing, the most important thing is the anime intro. Um, <laughs> yeah, which it was very anime. Now I just want, like, a anime with the cars talking. That's, that's all I want. <laughs> well, uh, Rocket League anime exists. It's, there's a thing on YouTube. Look uh, it up. Okay, I will I will look it up. Is this is this like a web series or is it like an official thing? It's just, it's just the guys who literally, like, film themselves in games. It's pretty funny. Um, oh, okay. It's kind of jokey, like it's not. Oh no, no. I I it's want the. Like, yeah, it's a cool touch. I want the esports anime, dude. Where um, you know, we <laughs> the, see G two G two and Cloud Nine falling down. It's just tournament arc after tournament arc because that's all esports is, right? And mm-hmm. you just see like you know, uh, Squishy and Rizzo in in anime form, just like with the, like the weird like forehead scringe, like you know what I mean? Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all all the anime tropes and just like them like losing and then just like heartbreaking song and as if someone just passed away and they're like we'll never make it back and then this is the redemption arc or hopefully um as it goes into this you know promotion playoffs that we're about to get right or wait what's it called it's uh is it promotion 
what we're watching this upcoming game. Yeah, approach yeah. series. Okay. Um, so yeah, pretty much yeah. this new car, new pass, uh, anime trailer worth watching if you're an anime fan. That's uh, the the rollout of the credits and stuff like that now yeah, instead yeah. of keys, like stuff like that. Um, I haven't seen anything soup that I'm like super super on board with. There's like some wheels that could be okay. Um, like ones to look out for. I think the Moro uh, Moro uh, hatch I think might be interesting. Uh, look them up if you want to see it. Uh, but otherwise, like I didn't see anything like super super interesting. The car might be okay. Like we'll see. It might be. Uh, that's what it is. But uh, it's kind of like I don't even know how to word it. But um, there are some very anime wheels and stuff like in there as well. So the, um, the, the shot of the three demos at once, I, I yeah. actually made me laugh. Um, and then I think there's some, there's a couple like animated decals, like one, there's, I think one or two for the octane as well, which people always love. So we'll see how those all come out. Um, uh, but I'm excited to see it nonetheless. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. All right. Um, with that in mind, I think this is a good actually segue. There's not much more I want to talk about that. Uh, we're going to get into what happened this last weekend, um, which are, I guess the playoffs technically. Yep. Is this? Yeah. Regional playoffs for LRS. And so the winner of the regional playoffs, the top two teams, were heading to RLCS. RLCS, you got it. So the change this year. Normally, it's those top two will go and play against the bottom two RLCS, and then the two teams that win that tournament go up. Two teams that lose go down. But obviously, with the introduction of the ten-team series this time around, the top two, the team, two teams that won the playoffs this weekend instantly qualify for RLCS, and then the third and fourth, the two bottom teams, will play against the two bottom teams of RLCS, uh, which would be G2 and Cloud9 and tsm and complexity uh respectively which will we will put some predictions on that in a moment yeah um but we're gonna go here quickly uh charlotte phoenix which is the former splice team with uh combo's favorite player on it um <laughs> started in winners um and played against afterthought um i i was gonna say the hold on i need to make sure i get these series right but I did see this one. Uh, I yeah, that? for full context, yeah, I didn't see all the series. I did watch both of the Charlotte Phoenix ones just to to hopefully watch a crumble. You hate uh, watched it? Wow, what a guy! Uh, yeah, literally, and also specifically because I was really hoping Chaos Esports Club would go through for my boy Taroko, but they did not. As a spoiler, but yeah, yeah. So so uh, yeah, uh, I was gonna say yeah, Charlotte Phoenix loses to Afterthought. So. Does that mean Afterthought qualified after the first game? Because they were Afterthought winners? qualifies right away. You got it. Yeah. Wow. And so Phoenix goes that's down a, to play the winner of RBG and Chaos. That's a good four to win. And then the 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 big honestly that losers final is very hype. I watched I watched it all. Um, Dude, the <laughs> fact that Charlotte Phoenix not only blew a two zero lead in the first series, but then blew a three one lead in their <laughs> second series. That's all I need in my life. Like I was so fired up uh, watching it. It it put me in a good good spot. The things I noticed, if I if I may, um, mm. Seabass was cool to kind of see him because uh, mm. I think who was he? What team was he on before? Do you see? Did you see his shot? He was on Ghost. Oh yeah, the du- like the weird um, double tap. His angle. angle from, like, I don't even oh, know what that was. My gosh, that is literally one of the best goals I think I've actually seen at the pro level. Like it, that was one of the, the sharpest well, angles. Or, like, yeah. What? Yeah. It was like so he he it was a pass up in the air. He double touched it off the wall to boom it down so that it was the angle was so sharp that it had to fully bounce off the ground to then still go into the upper ninety of the net from yeah. the angle that he cut from the double touch. Absolutely wild with two defenders chasing him down as well it was really cool in game seven too like huge that could be a goal of the year like not like not even Mm -hmm. top 10 at least you know 
Mm-hmm. Um, no, that was crazy. Um, th- so that's what I noticed. Seabass was playing very well. Um, mm-hmm. I was very impressed by RBG. Um, sorry, I was going to ask. Did, yeah, was Seabass ever on another team? He was so he was the sub for Ghost, and so Ghost. he never ended up playing previously. Yes. But he he was also Allegiance and Fibion, I believe, were his backgrounds. So okay, because I've I've seen that name before, so that was interesting. Yeah, so he was on Allegiance when they when they oh, had their Allegiance. run. Yes, um, okay, that makes sense. I think they went one and one and six or yeah. two and five in group stage. I know they were seventh or eighth um, until the org then went bankrupt and dropped them. But his his start was Fibion. I and mean, if you have uh, Floomp and so. Sunless Khan, you're going bankrupt. I'm just saying. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he uh, he's been around though. Yeah, so so that was cool. And another thing I noticed is Charlotte Phoenix Shadow. I think Shadow was an addition, right? It was a different player. Um, uh, yeah, well, yeah. So dude with the nose was yes. is now the sub, and Shadow is now playing. Shadow is nutty. He's a ranked warrior. Not gonna lie. Um, he... um, from what I saw, Shadow seemed like one of the best players on their team. He's he's nutty. He he deserves to be in RLCS, and I wouldn't be surprised if he picked, picked up a sub spot. Yeah. Um, but he, if they don't qualify, where I'm sorry, I'm banking my, I'm counting my eggs too early. But um, the, <laughs> so with careful uh, with, with Shadow, though, actually, so we he played in a tournament when I was in Montreal with the CRL boys. Uh, he played in that tournament as well and looked gross. Like he was really really good. Uh, so uh, fun to watch for sure. Uh, but can't say I enjoy watching the team all too much. But I do enjoy watching them lose. And afterthought, come on, man, we've got to be so excited. Dapper is back in RLCS. Like the world is aligned again, having Dapper finally, finally back. Yeah. I you probably were, were you even watching RLCS when Dapper was on the pro scene? No, I don't think so. I was no. I, I say, man, oh, buddy. Um, like, da, do you know much about Dapper at all? No, or no? I don't. We'll give give so our he, listeners a so, history lesson here. Yeah, yeah. He he has literally been in the in the game since it started. Like, he he was an OG player. Um, he actually start his first big like break was when he played on the Muffin Men with Squishy. Um, was like his first big break. But then his like actual like two big teams that he played on was Selfless in RLCS. Uh, that would have been season three uh, when they lost to Denial at the world. They made the world championship and then lost to Denial. I remember because uh, Denial was the all Canadian team because that was Leth when he was uh, his yeah, first yeah. big break. Um, and then he played on the um, Counter Logic Gaming uh, and the Renegades, the, the two orcs that kind of swapped throughout our, uh, season four and five. Um, and so he and then I, he's been literally all around. Like I remember he played on Triple Commit for a while. He played on Upper Ninety. I think he played like a, a one tournament or something. Um, and then he's always been close. Like he's always been on the edge, but he's always been a big content creator to the point that like when, uh, cloud nine won the world championship, like he was the guy that presented the medals and he's not even like, he's not even like a caster. He's not even on the talent or anything like that, but he's just that well known in the community and that well respected. Um, so I'm very, very excited for him to finally come on up. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So that that's pretty hype, especially for, I guess, long time watchers of the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll, they're, they, I'm sure they share your excitement. I'm, uh, I love Dab. He's really, he's a really, yeah. really good okay. guy. All right, like, good. He's so cool. Um, mm-hmm. I was just making a re- about to make a reference about a good guy, uh, from Southern Ontario, but I realize it's no longer uh, topical or, uh, that's, that's controversy prone nowadays. Um, <laughs> Colin, did you get that or no? <laughs> I did. I did. Yeah. Um, what was this? What am I going on? Um, but I wanted to say there. I did. I did want to. I know. I know you're hyping up Afterthought, but I, I wanted to, one last time. Okay. I know you don't like to talk about Charlotte Phoenix, um, but I've. It was the first. Like I remember when you ranted on Splice a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, 
It was the first time I watched Splice thinking about your rants, if that makes sense. Or sorry, this Charlotte Phoenix team. Yep. Um, and I have to say, because even even uh, Port Judgment played with Karma not too long ago, and he said he didn't feel like she was a um, RLCS player. Mm-hmm. And there were some times where you're like watching them play and just felt like a team deflated and just like some of the decisions were just not like, very And that's good. the thing is yeah. like she she does things that make that make her deserve a spot in the RLCS. I will never take that away from her. Like like some of the things like she is a good captain. Like don't get me wrong. Like I hear very good things about her. Um, but it's the consistency that is needed in the RLCS that like man does she not have? And I find dude the nose did not have. Jay Wiz was the absolute carry on that team. Now at least with Shadow they have a bit more hope. Um, but man but, like the, it, yeah some of the goals she lets in where she'll just sit there like where it's like I I guarantee her mind is like oh that's gonna hit the crossbar or, or like oh yeah, I can yeah. catch this and she just doesn't. And it's the most mind-boggling thing for someone at the pro level for me. And it's I don't know what it is. And I, I I hope folks never think that I don't have like respect for her as a player. Like like she she has earned her spot and her role in the like RL Hall of Fame. Also, like she is like a DAP technically. Like yeah. has been here the entire time and always been close and so on. But um, yeah, man, the consistency has just got to come and up for I her think, if she wants to compete. I think that's what it is. Is like they have. And I think that team, no matter what iteration of it it is, will always be like a world beater at RLRS level, but then struggle in RLCS. And that it's just been like that until, until I think we see a consistency out of all three players on that team, um, like f- continuously, like not losing three one leads. Obviously, like if you take that into account, right? Um, mm-hmm. Maybe it's just something to do with when things start swinging away from them, it gets. It, it um, it's like a landslide. It's not just like a little roll of the rock, you know, down a hill. Yeah. Um, so I never thought I'd use that analogy in my life. Um, but but regardless, I think there's that's there's something that's the key that's kind of like, you know, like like being able to see out games and and keep that consistency throughout all seven games or whatever it is, is kind of where um where they need to do. And I think another thing I noticed actually, sorry, I know I'm harping on the series, but um, a lot of the last couple games, um, RBG would get the first goal. Um, and I think I, I have a theory that should they have gotten the first goal in any of those games, that was, that was the game they were going to win. If that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. Because it, it seemed like that first goal was actually in like a mentality, like it tough on them if that makes sense or like it hit them mentally it was like oh no here we go again because it happened like two games in a row right um and then it just built um I, it's speculation but regardless it, it felt to me at least should um rbg have led in a goal at some point that the charlotte phoenix would have taken that series um like sorry led in the first goal got it yeah um at least that's what i saw in that game uh, let's move on to EU. Um, I will say I have not watched many of this, but I do like that AS Monaco, uh, I can now say, is officially qualified, <laughs> um, meaning more sports teams or sports-related teams are uh, in the RLCS, which I can't complain in Europe. The more you know, football-affiliated teams I'll take. Um, uh, I don't know how much they're affiliated. I actually... Um, but even here, I was looking. I'm looking at this RLRS, and like they had a, uh, what's it called, uh, RCD Espanol as well. You know what I mean? Yep. Like all these random clubs just picking up esports teams has been kind of cool. 
Um, so they're qualified. And then by far, if this is hilarious, we will have, should they not, is this an actual org? Do you know if discombobulators are an actual org? No, that's just their team. Okay. So if we have discombobulators, um, which include a Spanish player, an Irish player, an English player, um, <laughs> in the RLCS Europe, which is like, I, I know. I know a lot of bubble players. Like, like that is something I, I'm yeah, confident yeah. in. I, I really do watch the bubble scene. I did not, I basically did not know any of these players coming in at all. Like I, I knew very little about them. I recognized like literally relating wave and that's it. I, I, I did will not say I have my new favorite uh, underdog European team <laughs> to cheer for next season already. <laughs> and, and like they, they looked so good. Like I, I didn't get to watch this one live, but I watched a lot of the highlights and like, they looked so good. I was so impressed with them. Like even coming up against a team like Singularity with like Godsmilla and stuff like that. Like they they killed it. Like I was super super impressed um, uh, with how they like turned out, how they looked, and so on. That it man, like they they could do well. They could be our kind of Veloce uh, style next year. The team that like you didn't really know who's coming in, and I guess we knew who Veloce was and their players, but like they technically didn't even earn their spot in our LCS and like they, they could look very good. Europe consistently proves that Europe is tight. And so I think if there's any if there's any region that is should be pushing for the ten teams, it's definitely Europe. So um I'm happy we're we're getting there now because uh, and it's similarly I agree. Like I love I really appreciate having more football clubs and just general sports clubs like coming in. Like it, it's pretty cool and it's not something that happens in North America at all. So it's it's fun to see in, in EU. So uh I yeah I was super super impressed man. Yeah, and uh, with that, we're going to move on to the uh, promotion playoffs, which is mm -hmm. the do-or-die situation for the bottom two teams of the RLCS and the, I guess, technically third and fourth teams, right, after playoffs. Uh, yeah. Teams from the RLRS, from the Amateur League, shall we say. You got it. We um, hyped. So, Team Solo Mid, Method, Complexity Game, Team Singularity, NEU. Um, who do you think is making it through here? Because if I were to guess, not knowing any of the teams, obviously, Combo, um, I would just go with the two biggest that I see. Actually, complexity gaming is difficult, but I think complexity gaming still pulls it out. And team solo. You think so, eh? I think mm. they do. I think the two big ones take it. Interesting. Okay, I I'm very much leaning towards TSM and Method. Uh, I okay. I can't see a world where Rick's Ronde, Burrito, and Tadpole don't get back in. Uh, so I I'm confident TSM. I still think are good. They just need to figure out what they're doing and, and fix some things up. So uh, I think they'll be okay. Singularity is 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 okay. Like Godsmill is a like a phenomenal player, but um, they need some work in. Com complexity has just been, been rough dude if the 07 um, so, complexity yeah. makes it back into rlcs that is right? hilarious that is yeah, amazing that's, uh, and hilarious they're, they're, what, they're what splice always wanted to be uh, <laughs> but, uh yeah I'd, I'd be down man i'd be more than happy to have both tsm and complexity come back up i enjoy having flake uh flakes flakes in the league uh makes me happy but i also like i really like tadpole um got to interview him way back when and it was uh, it was a lot of fun he's a really nice guy so uh, i would also be happy to see them come back up yeah, no, it'll be exciting. Um, it's it's probably I don't, you know, I think everyone knows that we tend to watch more NA than we do watch EU, um, but these teams intrigue me to no end. So I will be uh, trying to check it them out. That's this week coming good. up, right? Yeah, three three it or is. four days it from is. here. So, uh, which it will is. coincide with your twenty uh, four hour stream. Um, yeah, so EU's on Sunday, so I'll be able to easily watch all those. But I am gonna miss. Almost watch all, if not some of NA. Yeah, you can watch so. all. Well, you can do that as part of your stream, dude. That that's <laughs> just a, lot, a right? viewer party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> this is the one. All right, that the NA side. 
Cloud9 <laughs> against Chaos Esports. Uh, Never Cloud- in my life would I expect to see Cloud9's roster go up against someone like Taroko and Mektos, for instance. Um, and like, don't be wrong, like having Corrupted G there is nice. Like you have the RLCS experience and everything. Mektos is a phenomenal player. Sad Junior coaching, like Sad Junior literally left Cloud9 as a sub to coach them. So wow. like, that's a pretty cool like Ooh. battle of the wits there. Um, so I, I am excited just to see how that goes. Um, I, I can't not see Cloud9 taking a 4-1, the maximum win, if not a sweep. All right, so... So are you predict here? Let's get prediction. And so the other yeah. end is G two and Charlotte Phoenix. Charlotte Phoenix mm-hmm. once again. I will remind you is the former splice will be swept. Will be swept. Um. So combo. I I think I know what you're gonna go with. Uh. Can you call it out here on the podcast? The the, the big two. The big two C9 make it through. Yeah, they come on back, man. Uh, a shaky season coming back strong. They'll both be top four teams next season in RLCS. Um. All right. Um. I don't. You want to go for underdog, eh? Like you want to go I, for him. I do. Just in my heart, I do. Season, considering the season, considering the the uh, the way, but I don't want Cloud Nine G two not to be in RLCS because that, that's and that's that's my thing right? is I would kill I would kill for Chaos to be in the scene. Like I would love to see like someone like Taroko get his shot. Uh, I'd love to see Corrupted G come back. Like that would be very cool. So in my like in my perfect world, like my ideal bracket would be Cloud Nine sweeps all the way through G two beats Charlotte Phoenix and then Chaos beats G two to get in. But I completely agree. I cannot picture a world that does not have Rizzo, Jane Hams in Chicago. In- oh, like you know what's crazy. Crazy. before the start of this season like they were on a roll yeah like they're consistently getting better rip. and they felt like one of the bigger top like yeah they say top three and eight but like they felt above cloud nine if that makes sense going mm-hmm. into the season at least at least for me from what the results they're getting um, especially seeing them live it's, maybe it's, maybe it's, that's it's a live a, effect meta shift man it's the big meta shift um, and that's the funny thing is that like the four teams that we're looking at here every single one of these players has been on the scene for at least like a year and a half so none of these players are the new ranked warriors up and grinding like this i will say and obviously like the flash just yeah, said yeah. we are biased towards na i think na like this promotional tournament provided that it's not just sweeps like i, I do kind of hope it's close will to me feel like rlcs via like like circa season five like i I, i'm really excited to see that because that's going to be some fun rocket league to watch and it's not going to be this kind of weird old versus new play style we're seeing at the rlcs right now which will be fun because it'll be the who's the best at the old style or who has adapted best to the new style it's gonna be one of the two which i'm very excited to see so um yeah i want to say if you like seeing giants fall this may be or may not be your day. Like it's going, it's going a hundred percent or not a hundred percent one way. All right, I'm just staring at this. But like, wouldn't it be interesting to see like those Cloud Nine players on different RLCS? I don't know. I hate to do. I don't this. know if they. I don't know if they'd break up, man. They're all. They're all like best friends. Even G two, man. Like they've all gotten so close. I don't know if I want to do this. This is gonna be terrible. I. I, I know I'm deliberating. May, may, just a spike combo, all right. <laughs> G two esports and Charlotte Phoenix make it through. That's <laughs> and Charlotte Phoenix. Wow. That's that's the spiteful. That, that's how you. Spike I think combo. if I think if one of the the big two make it, I think it's G two. Um, but I I hope. Listen, I, I'm saying this. That's my prediction. That's my hope. That's my dream like, prediction. Okay. Not dream. I I don't know if I have a hope, but that's my I guess, um, risky prediction just to make it interesting. 
Um, mm-hmm. That being said, I would also not be surprised if uh, G two and Cloud Nine four zero everyone and <laughs> call it a day. I, that'd be a great that'd be a, a great way to to handle my stream where I don't need to analyze all too much. No nail biters, <laughs> no nothing. Yeah. Uh, so with that, we have a pretty hype week coming. Yeah, like I said, the weekend coming up. If you want to watch and follow along, um, combo. It's been a show, dude. It has been a show. I I thought this was gonna get a lot more stranger, but uh, I think I kept my romance corner more tame than I thought it'd go. <laughs> um, I think should we had recorded yesterday after the phone call, I think that would have been a lot more entertaining on my side. Um, it would have been a lot more randomness and rambling. Um, <laughs> but you know. Give a nice sleep. Maybe it's different. Who knows? Uh, last thing, um, because this has been moved to the end of the show, but I'm going to do my best. I'd like to thank our patrons who keep with us every single month. It's Cursor, Knight TK, Gobu Mason, Mike, Mr. C, Miffay, Pawn, Poor Judgment, Shorzy, hitting us with that tip jar, $5 a month, and then the Combaties. Um, with the you know coach combo tier, uh, big hawk and Kitay and your boy Hunty, um, you know with that combo combaties tier of coaching, um, and I guess I like to finish out the show saying, uh, you know we started the show by by stating like we helped out Tom, and I felt really proud of our community for like helping someone else grow, and uh, we'll keep doing that as much as we can, um, but. Once again, I'd like our show to keep growing because we've kind of like we have like the same viewership every week, which is amazing and, you know, really, really good. But I like to keep seeing it go up. So if you may, if you can um, make sure to support us by just, you know, uh, telling a friend or someone who would be interested about the show uh, and probably showing them, you know, uh, last week's episode. I don't know about this one. Well, well, (laughs) Or maybe like skip to like minute thirty and then show them this one. I don't know. Or maybe show them the Roman score. Maybe that's what we'll get. Regardless, um, if you can just pass it along, that's the best way for us to keep growing and keep providing you with this amazing content. Uh, with that in mind, uh, I hope you all have a great week. Um, we shall see you next time. Uh, Combo, you got any last shadows to do? I love you, Flash. Uh, I love you too, Combo. And with that, uh, sorry, Wabbits, you're not part of this. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye.